This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Gina, and I'm your host today at Noon on Tuesday, and I'm very excited because um, I think it's only fitting that today, our first episode of what we're calling our Chef Showcase series, uh-huh. is featuring the very first chef that wandered into Venissimo Cheese yes. all of 13 years ago, yes. Chef Katie Grebo of San Diego. You. Everybody, welcome. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Nice to Yeah. So honestly, the story goes, <clears throat> I'm going to take you back and I'm going to guess that it was about February or March of 2004. Yes. That in comes Katie and you were with, um, remind me the chef's uh, region. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. The guys from oh, region. Um, Michael Stabner. And yes. But was that who I came in with? Oh, it was funny. Michael. Yeah. yeah. It was the two of you come walking into the oh little shop God. in Mission Hills. How um, funny. We're brand new open, right? Yeah. And um, like, oh, we're chefs and blah, blah, blah. And, and Katie's question to me was, um, you do have a wholesale program, right? Yeah. And I looked at Katie and I said, well, of course we do. Sure. <laughs> I can get you all the details tomorrow. How about if I send you just all the things? Do you want to taste some cheese in the meantime? Wow. And, and, and that night I immediately ran home to Roger and said, Roger, what is a wholesale program? And what are we going to do? And oh how are we going to make this happen? <laughs> because I just met these chefs today. I didn't so, even realize that's how it went down. That's so funny. Well, you're very professional. It's really, I tried. You know, it's, yeah. it's all those years of um, improv. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Helped in, in the business. But I'm just wow. curious, Katie, to start there. What, how did you guys even know that we were there then? You, you know, recall? someone else told me about uh, Venissimo a bunch of times. Was it Vince Bayard, maybe? Oh, someone maybe. So, someone kept telling me about it. Yeah. And so it made me think, I got to go in there. You know, it was the only cheese shop in town, and mm-hmm. I was so excited to to have yeah. a place to go to, to get all my, to get, like, cheese that was really not available on cheese lists from, like, normal purveyors, you know? So right. I yeah. was very happy. That's so great, Katie. Yeah. So tell us about, I mean, where does your love of cheese come from? And <laughs> That's a good uh, yeah. question. Actually, it is kind of funny that I do really have an extreme love for cheese because I was vegetarian for a long time. Oh, wow. So, yeah, for about 11 years, I was a very strict vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't even eat, like, gummy worms or anything. No gummy or, worms. Or, or gel cap medicine because <laughs> of the gelatin. Now I'm, like, all about stock and gelatin. <laughs> You're like, bring it on. Yeah. But anyway, for a long time, I was very important to me as like a younger person in my 20s and stuff and um but you know cheese doesn't cause harm to animal cheese doesn't you know you know right so I loved I loved eating cheese that was like my protein my cool like fun source of protein and and deliciousness so I think that's probably why I was like I became so obsessed sure and led you there yeah but I mean there's so much to cheese with like the terroir that you can taste in a in a raw cheese, and we can get into that later and discuss exactly what that means. But I mean, that's that's why I it sustained it because it's like there's such varied, um, you know, varied cheese, varied flavors in cheese. And yeah, it's not like it's a simple thing. So yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah. It is kind of like yeah. um that. It's not like a trend or anything. This is a food that has been around for thousands of yeah, years. Exactly. It's such a staple. Ah. I know. I don't think people mm-hmm. realize that. <laughs> I don't think people realize that, like, some of these recipes, like Cantal and things like that, some of the AOC ones in France, that yeah. they're like 500, 600 years old. Yeah. Been making it in yeah. that exact way yeah. from that place yeah. for that long of a it's time. It's insane. Right? And I love that you put that on your receipt. <laughs> 
I think we, to give you the full sense of terroir, we brought animals with us today. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the receipts, Katie. Yeah, we tried really to make it kind of educational yes, for people because cheese really is a is. good. And was it helpful? Is it helpful? It is very yeah. helpful how you can go into Venissimo and on your receipt, it'll say a whole essay about the cheese that you buy. It'll instruct you on what wine to pair. It'll tell you details about that little, like, you know, catchphrases and words that you can spit out when you're having your party and hosting your, you know, a party where you have a special cheese plate. You can be like, oh, this cheese is a 500-year-old recipe. This one's raw. This one's from this place. This one's not allowed on transportation. I In love Brazil, that. The that <laughs> so funny. And it's true. And so I think that's really great that you do that. Oh, it's okay. very helpful to inform people because I think that's where people, you know, get worried as they don't know what they're doing when they get into, like, the fancy cheeses. And it's very helpful. Oh, I'm so glad. That's what yeah. we wanted. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a crazy big cheese world out there it is it's think, very overwhelming yeah isn't it crazy i think we started the, i know opening day i can tell you exactly we had 50 five oh cheeses oh, on the show really now how many do you oh my, well on any given day there's probably 100 120 oh in gosh. the case but um to the in the course of the history now there's been over 2,000 different oh yeah cheeses. can you believe no Maybe i know more because every week. yeah at um at cafe chloe i logged what we served and i would um even organize it into like the animals and the countries and we did over 600 different types you did alone yeah and oh they were all, uh, probably 99 yeah. percent came from venissimo so yeah. That was amazing. That is really, yeah, really yeah. great. That was exciting. Tell us about that cheese plate, because I do have to say that I still think remains one of the most beautiful plates oh, in town. It's sweet. not even a plate. It's a presentation. Yeah, like You came up and... with this beautiful thing. I yeah, know. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> yes, <Yay>! wild cheering. <laughs> so, yeah, the owners of Cafe Chloe, um, John Allison and Tammy, they all had this beautiful idea to do the, the pedestal and, like, elevate it actually physically, you know, in the air and have it be like a whole presentation on the table which was adorable and then they got marbles perf- like that were made for the pedestals and it was so fun doing that whole cheese beautiful yeah. you yeah. often made you have to share with me oh, yeah the, like compotes. the, the compotes and the yeah. jellies yes yes how did you do that and yes like, that's the gelée, that's true okay so gelée, yeah yeah we would well it's gelée when it's g-e-l with an e and an, an accent and then another e so that's gelée and that's when you take wine and you add um, a little bit of gelatin and then it basically sets it so it's like a wine jelly and, but you can put a um, you can put enough gelatin so that it can be sliced into really pretty cubes, but still have that mouthfeel that's melty and nice. Oh, nice! So that was really cool because w- what we would do that for was so that you could have a taste of the wine that might pair with the cheese perfectly. For instance, there's some pairings with within France that are so easy, like goat cheese is very popular in the Loire Valley. So then you could pair a Vouvray with it. And, you know, so on and so forth. So that was really fun. To How do fun. That. You must have yeah. experimented with all different combinations. Yeah. Or like Gewürztraminer yeah. makes a very um, floral, like very good, like interesting gelée. But maybe someone wouldn't order that by the glass. So that was kind of cool to, to pair that kind of a wine with. Or rosé yeah. gelées. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so serious? Yeah. Delicious? Yeah. I got to try this. <laughs> yeah. We even did red wine ones, too. But yeah. um, And then the compotes were also really fun. Oh. And the same, I would do the same kind of thing. I would pick the region that the cheese was from, like, for instance, in the Pyrenees the, the, where there's only um, room for sheeps to, to move around the mountains. 
and it's all sheep's milk. They also just had a lot of cherries over there, and so it's always sheep's milk and cherries, sure. uh, all always in France or in the south mm-hmm. of France. And so, you know, I would do stuff that was like historical, like that, like something that would be pa- naturally paired together. Yeah. You know? So that was really fun too. Spectacular. You know? yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. What was um what were some of your uh tips when you were putting together, you know, a oh, plate that yes. you're serving, you know, uh, you know, at a yes. a nice restaurant? Um what was your trick a, or technique? So a cheese um or a, for picking cheeses for a platter, I like to make sure it's all um you know, varied in terms of it depends how many cheeses you're going to do. I always like to do several. I think you should do like six or something at, at least. least. But, I mean, the, I have to agree. You know, when it's three, it's not as fun. So anyway, um, I like to always have um some soft ones, but not just one. I like to do one that's washed rind. If you're okay. going to do several cheeses, then it's nice to have one that's washed rind. Mm-hmm. Which should we get into what that? Go means? for it. Okay, yeah. so the washed rind is like the stinkiest one for the the hardcore cheese lovers in the group, <laughs> and um, so they wash it with alcohol or sometimes salt water, right? Correct. Yeah. And then it kind of ferments the outside and makes it when you know when you see cheese with like an orange outside, that like a poisse, the one that's banned on the public transportation. <laughs> That is like an example of wash rind. And so I like to do that because it's, um, you know, the real sophisticated people in the group will always like. They're going to appreciate that. that, Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, sure, sure. Then you got to have like a creamy cheese that's not as um, hard to uh, relate to, like a, you know, a very nice double cream or a triple cream or brie or a fancy, a brie that you don't see in the, the normal supermarkets. At Venisma, they have like the the real breeze. Like are breeze AOC, like Nanji. And... Breeze are AOC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have to, technically they're fromage de mo here, not brie de mo because yeah. of that. But um, yeah, yes. yeah, brie de mo. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. And and those have that like foresty mushroom and the the forest mushroom kind of flavor. And I love. I was I love just that. got me into saying something about the um the the Vacheron and the Mondor. Mm. Oh. Mondor is my favorite <laughs> ever. Yeah. So when you get that, like those are those come with like a pine bark or a, or a um, spruce bark, yeah. right? Isn't that great? And that Beautiful. really gives it that like mushroomy, like woodsy forest floor yeah. flavor, as I call it. which is only good in cheese. Yeah. Right? This yeah. is the only thing where barnyard, uh, stinky socks, yeah, um, yeah. Our, <laughs> forest floor yeah. are really really good things. Good flavors. <laughs> But yeah. the, and that's very different from the washed rind. So I like to do those sure. two Contrast. for softs. Then I like to have uh, what I call the squeaky cheese, a semi soft. But I always yeah. call like certain ones squeaky. Like that's nice. um, like, like what's an example of that? Um, description. I can't think of Would it one. be like a, a Bruder Basel, a petite basque? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, yeah, petite basque. Maybe is, a, is that the texture you're yeah. thinking? Like when you see a little bit of holes in it. Like I can only think of one that's not so like. Obscure, but like Dieu de Montagne or something like that, mm. where it has like the holes. The and holes like, like an Appenzeller. Oh, Appenzeller yes, would that so fall good. into that? Yeah. Or Emmentaler a little bit, or some of the Goudas that are yeah, not so Gouda, aged. Maybe. Yeah, not aged Gouda. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. And then, um, then mentioning what did you just mention? Petit Basque. Petit yeah. Basque. So yeah. I love to feature a sheep's milk because sheep, in my opinion, has like always a sweeter. Thank you. Thank you. Roger. They sound. <laughs> they sound great. I love them. Oh, get back over there. Go, go, go. So sheep's nice. It has. It always lends like a caramel note to yeah, the cheese right? in my a opinion. A little bit of a sweetness. Always with the sheep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, a sheep, like a, a turkey is kind of the oh, cheese yeah. that right. that um, actually 
got me a, to become like a cheese lover, like a fancy cheese lover. Oh, that's really lover. great. Yeah, it's it, was, yeah. it was the first cheese I tried in a cheese shop that I was like, wait a minute. This what? is cheese. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. A the aha moment. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Everybody has, I think, their cheese. Yeah. That, exactly. That, wow. Yeah. Blows you away. Awesome. And it's like people are, I think people are familiar with goat cheese, but when, before they ever enter a Venissimo kind of a store, they haven't necessarily had a sheep's milk. I mean, I guess now everyone kind of knows Manchego. And you know the most popular. Exactly. But you don't mm-hmm. know the softer sheeps, and that's a real different. Like Manchego and Pecorino are totally different from the softer sheep's milk like Etorki and Osairati and the Petit Basque. Petit Basque. You know, so. And to know that you could have a brie that is yeah. a sheep milk, like a oh, Brie yeah, Rouge yeah, or something. Yeah. That yeah. All those milks can be that's made in all those true. different styles. That's um, true. And blue cheese yeah. with sheep milk. That's oh, that that's true. The yeah, broke for it, but also wait, was there another? Oh, blue Tabasco. Oh, that's still good. a good one. Yeah, that's kind of had one. that for a while. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're making me hungry. <laughs> Is that the one that comes like in a triangle? Oh, the that tri- one's fa- oh, fabulous. that one. No, there's that, like a there's like yes. a blue that's triangular, mm-hmm. and I think it's sheep's milk, and it just makes such a cool slice. What that's a another thing. That's oh, yeah. another thing to think about is presentation and the different looks of yeah. Me. You do but, fabulous, like chunks. Yeah. Like what else would you yeah, put on it yeah. versus just a cube of cheese? Yeah, well, um, what another? Okay, so when you're picking the cheese plate and we're past sheep's, I, another thing I would say is a cheddar is nice. A cheddar is really specific Delicious. to England, and the, there's not really cheddars made in other countries. And cheddars are are so delicious. Everyone loves them, and you can really get a a really fancy one, a cloth bound or something really aged, something very sharp. And then what you can do with cheddar that's really fun is just pick it apart, like you know, stab it with a what like a like an ice pick, yeah, something that pierces it, and yeah. then let it crumble into the natural like shapes, and mm-hmm. that looks really cool. I love that. Yeah, like- that when you have your plate and you have something sliced, some things whole that are creamy, and then some that are like crumbled in that weird organic way, it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Because yeah. you do eat like they say, eat with your eyes yeah. first. That's true. Um, and yeah. so yeah, that look yeah. is just fabulous. Yeah. That yep. is really great. Should we hit the other cheeses? Let's see what else yeah. we would do. A goat cheese. Yep. And goat is cool because our, our, what, what's interesting about goat is that you don't have to do just a chef. There's so many other goats. I would rather, if if you're going to make a really interesting cheese plate, maybe feature an aged goat or something because everyone knows the the creamy chef that you can get. Just exactly. And so, like the little tube. <laughs> yeah, which is not fun. You, rind is fun. Those tubes, oh, God. And they're not yes. fun to get the cheese out either. No, they're the worst package <laughs> design ever. ever. Like ever. if you could invent a package, Literally. better package to open a chef, somebody do this it's because this is awful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Good point. It is. But so, yeah, so there's so many aged goats. Let's see. There's yeah. the, obviously the garrocha, but there's so many others right. too yeah. um, that are really fun and um and that gives it a I, – I like the way that the aging tames the goat flavor, too. A little bit. It's yeah. pretty, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the wrinkly, the rinds. Yeah. Right? So many times – and yeah. I'm sure you would see it on the boards. The rinds get cut off and, and pushed aside. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, you just left behind oh, a really yeah. good part like of the cheese. Bouchon. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Like yeah. the logs or the – that's true. And then there's the ash rinds, which are also like – Beautiful. You know, add a really nice um, look to your cheese plate. And then um, – okay, then you need to have a blue – and yes. um and you can go two directions with blue. You can go creamy, which is my favorite way to go. Mm-hmm. Saint Tagor, my favorite. So creamy. <laughs> have the chain. Yeah, yeah, and and also gorgonzola dolce. It's one of my favorite. It's it's overlooked because people don't think gorgonzola is fancy, but it's usually the piquant gorgonzola you see in places, but not the dolce. And yes. you always have the dolce, the dolce. or often do. And yeah. it's so nice. It's so creamy. 
And then, um, but then you could also go for a crumbly, dry, really sharp blue, like, oh my God, baldeon wrapped in sycamore leaves. What? What? That is so spicy and crazy. So crazy and yeah. so good and so Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Underrated yeah. cheese country, right? Yeah. And the, ra- yeah. And the, leaves ra- the leaf wrapping, I mean, that's another thing that will visually make your cheese plate look fabulous. Yes. And then, okay, wait, we're not done yet, though, because then there's, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> then there's the 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 Gruyere Comte, mm. like Alpine flavors. Yeah. You need something from that section, in my right. opinion, always. Yeah. That or like, uh, what's that? Charfamax. Oh, Charfamax. That is so good. From high in the Alps, washed. Yeah. Uh, a washed, right? So uh, an Alpine can be washed. Yeah, that's true. So that true. one's washed as well. So you get two best of both worlds. Double, that washedness. Double whammy. Yeah, double whammy. <laughs> And then, good. wait, wait, there's more, though. Somebody loves cheese. Yeah. There's a mouse in the house. <laughs> wait, I feel like I'm still, there's got to be one more thing at least. What is my other, like, thing that I always put? What have we missed? I guess, like, one more dry. Oh, oh, a smoked something. I love to do a little Ooh. smoked, like, mm-hmm. like, and not, like, smoked gouda. That's so boring. I mean, smoked gouda is delicious, but when yeah. you go to Venismo, there's so many other smoked things. Idiazabal, tortilla, mm. the Spanish mm-hmm. smokes. Mm-hmm. Then there's the American stuff. There's smoke Good. blue. There's right. what else? Smoky is there? blue, smoke. crazy, right? What, yeah, a, what an interesting thing. Yeah, that's always yeah. a nice thing to add on there too. And I think that smoked cheese is like an easy gateway cheese for beginner eaters too. Yeah, interesting because they're used to the that smoke. smoked gouda. Like yeah. that's just such a common thing. Yeah, exactly. What would you serve, Katie, with the smoked things? We get asked oh, that yeah, a lot. A good, you know, oh, like you with d- the smoked cheese. Well, do you do a cherry with it, or is that weird? You know what I would say is um, tomato marmalade because tomato marmalade weird. is. Um, it yeah. sounds weird. It does. <laughs> but that sounds. It sounds good. But it's <laughs> so easy. You you can um, if you peel it and deseed it, it'll come out even nicer. But you can just be lazy and just chop them. But if you just cook the tomatoes with a, quite a bit of sugar, mm-hmm. and then they get translucent, that's when they become like jammy, mm. and then it'll stay really good for a long time because it's become like uh, like preserved with the sugar and while you're doing that while you're cooking in a pot with sugar you just add like a whole cinnamon stick and like some cloves and a star anise and then it gets this like really good haunting like spice flavor and that is perfect for spanish things in my opinion so spanish smoked cheeses like tatilla ideas level and then for the smoked blues i think it works both well for both. Oh, that sounds yeah. really great. And I guess that now it's kind of making sense to me. Like I think of a charred tomato or yeah, something with yeah. that kind of little bit of a smoke with it. Yeah. So then having a little sweet yeah. uh, tomato flavor with the smoke. Yeah. Hot tip. I think that's good. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Very even good. Even a pepper jelly too, because you have some. You still some of those pepper jellies. Some of the right? pepper cheeses. Yeah. yeah. Pepper jellies and, yeah, and pepper cheeses. Nice. Like there's a what's what's your take on flavored cheeses? Are you a cheese purist that only wants kind of yeah. yeah but yeah, what is there flavored, flavored besides those Stilton? Um, like okay, yeah. There's the Stiltons with the fruits I'm in them. A, I'm not, not a fan. fan. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Yeah, that's all right. Not my. That's favorite. why there's so many. Yeah, for everyone. You know, Stilton's the king of blues. Like, why are we? <laughs> why do they use with the it? name? Yeah, that is so confusing. <laughs> why are you, are you messing with this name <laughs> and putting in some apricots you know? and mangoes and I blueberries? Mean, we what? don't know. But yeah, we'll have to ask England sometime. Yeah. We'll but if that's what it phone. takes to get you in the door to like getting yeah. into good cheese, you start with that and then you go from there. Then I'm okay with you trying that. Then it will be allowed. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. What okay. do you think of truffle? Like, oh, there's yeah. so much truffle now. In I am delicious. a fan. Yeah. Oh, that is the section we skipped in the in the perfect cheese plate addendum. <laughs> Please add a truffle, <laughs> truffle cheese to that mix. Okay. Let's go back. So we need, okay, speziato al tartufo. <gasps> what? 
Yeah, tell that, us this because uh, explain why you love it. and I love this too. This that is has ridiculous. A special place in mm-hmm. my heart. So it's it's truffled throughout and the truffle flavor is pronounced cuz some truffle cheeses it's not noticeable. Yeah. But that one is pronounced and then the it has that squeaky cheese. Oh, that does have texture the texture that kind I of spongy, love. squeaky, yeah. bouncy. Yeah. And then the outside rind is gorgeous and flavored with like cinnamon. What it, no, not cinnamon, mm-hmm. maybe clove. Cinnamon. Just clove. Yep. Cinnamon, clove, coriander. Ugh. What was the other one? Cardamom. It's a a, a melange, I guess is the word. Which sounds weird with truffle, but it's not. It's amazing. Crazy combination. And I leave it always to the Italians to come up with something so crazy. So good. And then Sotocinere is really good. Mm -hmm. And it has that pretty rind. And then the um, Moliterno. to me, the truffle's not in, like dispersed well, but it still like presents so beautifully. And when you do get one streak of truffle, it's like yeah, you're lucky. You hit the gold mine. <laughs> yeah. It's like it is digging for yeah. gold in a piece of Moliterno yeah. because yeah. It, Moliterno, everyone is like a pecorino, but then they they kind of inject the cheese with little veins, with, like, huge veins, and huge veins, and you can get a. A, a blob, like a, a, a huge vein of, of truffle. truffle. Yeah. Or you could get a piece that really doesn't have a lot yeah. in it, and it, it's just kind of soaked in the essence yeah. of the truffle. Yeah. So you're right. It, it, that one is, yeah. is digging for gold, but once you find it, that is Yeah, that's golden. a good it's one. beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. And then Biscetta. I know we've yeah. talked about how it doesn't have a rind, so it's not like the most beautiful, exactly. but it is so truffly. That one, yeah, still. Perfect um, for cooking with. For Yeah, because yeah. it melts beautifully. Yeah. Um, and has such an essence it's of truffle. It's just so uniform. It. Yeah, it's yeah. like really well done. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. I don't think you can go wrong with the truffle. I'm yeah. with you too. I still, those are some of my yeah. all-time favorites. Yeah. And to have a flavored one, I think that one lends itself to cheese because it is yeah. a natural, again, a truffle is this earthy yeah. ingredient oh. on its own, right? Wait, now I feel like oh, I know another, add another category. category. Okay. Division number <laughs> you two. You need <laughs> to have also a mixed milk because Boschetta is the mixed True. cow sheep. And when you get a mixed milk, it's like nothing else. It's so delicious. Yeah. It's not like it becomes more confusing. It becomes better, in my opinion. And so that whole Alta Longa, like if you oh, pick something from that line, yep. yeah, that's like a great choice. Like La Torre mm-hmm. is really famous, but there's also Robiola, and there's so many others. Sure, that are there's mixed There's like ro- now. cool Robiolas, Trelati and then mm-hmm. Del Bosco. Yeah. And then all those other, there's like a million, a bunch from them. And yes. so one of those on the plate is really nice too. It's an in-between texture, so I wouldn't put it instead of your triple creams and stuff, but I would just add yeah. that like as another, if you're going to get like eight different cheeses. <laughs> eight eight to ten for milk. sure, put that if in there. If not a mixed milk, then maybe a buffalo, because it's nice to have just yeah. at least one more. You have a goat, a sheep. A bunch of cow, and then maybe one mixed or a, or a buffalo. Yeah, buffalo nice. too, right? Yeah, yeah because there's, there's the tang, and yeah. there's and there's more to buffalo than buffalo mozzarella, yes. which is what most people associate with yes. buffalo. Yes, now there's so many um, so many Casatica de Buffalo, mm-hmm. and then that the Taleggio style buffalo. Yeah. Oh my god, the Quadrilla. Crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Really Northern California now. I don't know if you've got to try it yet. Um, uh, Bleeding Heart Dairies making oh. a buff blue. So Ooh, buffalo blue. So you nice. get that kind of tang of the buffalo and then just beautiful blue. And it's got a rind that you would just mwah, die for. Nice. Yeah. It, nice. When it's authentic, you know, yeah. old world looking That's cheese. Nice. That yeah. is so good. So yeah. what, what else are you doing now, Katie? So you're not, are you at a restaurant now or you're personal chefing I now? am a private chef private now. Private chef now. Yep. Yes. So I, um, I'm doing, mostly what I do is like dinner parties, like a special occasion. People call me for like someone's 50th birthday or 40th anniversary or something like a milestone. A lot of people happen to call for that reason. And it's like, they'll want a special dinner with just their closest friends, like 10, 12 people. Yeah. And then I'll do like 
six courses and I'll just make it really fun, you know. And sure. if I can, I'll always add a cheese course. Exactly. I'm like, you can definitely I need a cheese course in there. <laughs> and I always want to serve it after the entree because yeah. that's when cheese should be served. Well, I mean, at least according yeah. to France, which right. is kind of what steers my my stuff, my cooking. So I like to do, I like to try and squeeze in a cheese course after entree before dessert. Although I think sometimes they do it after dessert. But anyway. Um, I'm with you, though, so, the before. Yeah, I think that's it's perfect. fun, yeah. Yeah. And um, so that's what I'm generally doing. And then sometimes uh, bigger parties. And then sometimes I, I have clients that I deliver meals to. But mostly it's like dinner parties yeah. and stuff. And yeah. that's really great. Because yeah. you have a beautiful, not baby anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have a yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, right? And that's They're big now. Awesome. Five, uh, five and three, about to turn six and four. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're Let me here. hear that again. <laughs> Let me hear that again. Is that that? I can't believe it, Katie. Yeah, that's so, so that funny. is really nice. Yeah. Can people reach out to you like on Facebook? Yeah, if they were yeah, interested? yeah. Reach me on Facebook. I do get a lot of. Yeah. Um, that's how people reach me a lot. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and uh, and then I have a website, um, www.chefkatiegrebo at dot um, com, oh, or my email is chefkatiegrebo at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotta reach you. Yeah. Yeah, are you liking that? Because I mean, it's yeah. got it's so different than yeah. being, you know, the sh- the executive yeah. chef in any restaurant, which I cannot even imagine the the, yeah. the you know the trials and and just yeah. the hours you it's put in to work. do this. And I think I've just gone behind the scenes a couple times to yeah. watch what yeah. goes on back there. You guys, <laughs> whoa! Well, well, you did the that. Fact we that did that dinner food. recently. Well, like fine. last year already at. The Cucina. Yeah, that was fun. You saw the whole thing there. Super fun. That is just crazy to me. The fact that anything gets out to anybody's tables (laughs) correctly in the right order and the right time to me is amazing. It is a lot of hard work. It's really, it's a labor of love, like they say. Sure, sure. It's true. Yeah. But you're one of the few that I know of of, of the female chef, if we can go there for a minute. You know, in the city, there's yeah. still a, less of them. Yeah. You know, and it, it's why do you think a it lot, is? though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can or? see why. I I mean, honestly, like, if you do want to try and have a family one day, it is really hard mm-hmm. to make that work. I mean, I, I pretty much had to just leave the, the industry. I mean, at least I'm still doing chef work, but you can't really, I mean, you don't see your family, you know. Yeah. I, I worked until my daughter was two, and she called me daddy all the time when <laughs> I would get home. What? Because she just didn't even, like, she it was sure. like there was a daddy and that was it. Like, yeah. and that was just like the extra daddy that <laughs> kind of shows there. up. Once yeah, in a it while. was so bad. So <laughs> wow. then when I, you know, when I stopped working there, that's when we started having more of a relationship. So it was not good, you know. Yeah. So I can see why. I mean, it's just hard. Like, it seems like men can do a job where they can have a family and not be, the, you know, around, and women have to find yeah. some other way to do it. I don't know. Yeah, That's it, what I it's think. just a little different. You yeah. And I think- so, but when you're in your 20s and you're just mm-hmm. like doing what, you know, having fun and doing a cool job, you're not thinking about family yet. So they're, they're all starting, you know, you know, a lot of women are cooks and are getting in the industry. But then when they get, get closer to that age where they start thinking about their personal life, I think then they kind of start. Sure. Do I want doing this? other things? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because it is, it's a lifestyle choice, it right? Of, really of being is. a chef. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in is. a kitchen, in a, in a yeah. restaurant versus yeah. saying a private chef or yeah. personal chef. Yeah. Yeah. Any tips for any of the ladies out there that are either wanting to get into the business yeah. or I think um, you just, well, for one thing I want to say it's so easy to get in the industry and to work if you are willing to just, um, you know, work for free, put your head down or, yeah. or n- not work for free always, but like work for less and just do just do something that's um, 
not compensated that well for a little while so you can learn from someone. And then once you've like shown that you are willing to do whatever it takes and you just say yes all the time, stay late every day, do yeah. everything they ask, do something that takes like five hours of one chore over and over without complaining, then people will see that you're into it and then you'll get promoted and you'll get you'll you'll move right. places. It's so easy. That's all you have to do. Right. What it's other industries like that? Because yeah. other industries you have to like um, I don't know. You have to like, I guess what I'm saying is in this one, you just do the work. It's not like you have to think about anything. You just have to actually just do this work without complaining yeah. and you'll get promoted and get promoted. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, just, yeah. Yeah. I bet you people fall off very quickly yeah. that are not interested you know? once they start doing it. And there are it. a yeah. lot of people that like come and they're like, this is annoying or I don't want to do this all day or I'm tired of um, segmenting yeah. oranges. And it's like, but that's part okay, of being but a chef. I need like four quarts of segmented oranges. So you're going to be doing this for three hours now. Hurry up. You know? <laughs> Such so. is the, the reality. Of, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, I think if you are willing to like, you know, if you want to work somewhere really good, like a really nice restaurant, you just show up um, to that restaurant in the in-between hours, not a, not during a service. Sure. And you just offer to peel potatoes in the back for like four hours. And, and you'd then be hired like this yeah, fast. they'll have huh? you come the next day. And it does. it's not hard, you know. And then yeah. you can work under a really great chef. and That is a super tip. Yeah. Super so, tip. As long as they see yeah. that you're trying, you know, or that yeah. you really put the effort in, you know. And aren't you going to learn really quick if this is what you really want to do then? You are, you know, right? You are. By you putting, are. putting in those hours. Yeah. I mean, that is mm-hmm. the way to do it. So if you're if you're looking to get into this career, you don't necessarily have to go to school, You, but you have to, like, you know, go and work under someone and, and get that training. And that I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. And, and go to Europe, like, you know, have the, you know – Try and get yourself to another country, and they See usually they have do. ways yeah. of yeah. They usually have ways of like putting you up so that you can um, stay and work the job, and they'll give you you know room and board. I mean, there's just lots yeah. of things like that that people maybe don't realize, and yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. No, that's you know? just super yeah. awesome, Katie. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, anyone planning a private party, do look Chef Katie up because, <laughs> as you can tell, it will be delicious, <laughs> and we're going to post. Um, she shared with me a couple of your favorite uh, cheese recipes: the tartiflette, yeah. and then the yeah, other oh, one with uh, the, the chef. warm croton, oh. the, yeah, the chef which you've made for salad. me before. Yeah. It's delicious. And I'm also going to post little notes about the jelly yeah. that you said and the yeah. tomato jam. Yeah, that sounds good. because that sounds really good. So we'll put those up um, this evening um, at noonontuesday.com. If you yeah. need a party with Katie, give yeah. Katie a call. call me. And thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you, hear you, talk to you all next week. Okay. Noon on Tuesday. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.